Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That is what we try to do here every single day. Our quote of the day Children see magic because they look for it. Christopher Moore. I love that. Isn't that cute? I love magic, by the way. Do you like magic magic? Like magic tricks? Oh, yeah. yeah. We should go to the Magic Castle. I did. Did you see fun magic tricks? It's a bit of a strange experience. Yeah, it is weird. No, like, because it's a time warp, so it was cool. Mm. Like, they make you dress up. So, So, everybody, there's this thing called the Magic Castle in LA. It's very famous. You have to be a member to be in. Yeah. And it's it's real eclectic. It is cool. I'm glad I got to do it. Um, but you know, so you get all dressed up and you have to go to dinner and but the food wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't right. But I thought I hate to be negative, but it wasn't that great. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, now I'm just gonna be starving watching magic all night. Because you get you know, sometimes when you know you're going to like a big dinner or whatever, you don't eat as much before because yeah. you wanna like be free to have your appetizers exactly. and the bread and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, and then they have all these magic rooms that you can go into mm-hmm. and the magic was amazing. Yeah. It is worth it. It is incredible. Um, cause where else can you go in LA and watch magic? Not nowhere that I yeah. know. Mm-mm. So we had an amazing time. It was great, but I feel like, I feel like I did it. I've had magic yeah. magicians come to the house for parties. Oh, that's cool. Oh my God. That's amazing. That. Yeah, because you know I love throwing parties. Yeah. And my biggest thing with parties is you need interactive stuff mm. so that people aren't just wallflowers, right? Mm. And so that they meet people. The whole fun of a party is when people are mingling and having fun and getting to know each other, not right. when it's like two people and they're stuck to each other and they're like looking at everyone and everyone's looking at them with their <laughs> second partner. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's awkward. So I always have like games and activities like I had um Patron sponsored it one year and I had make your own Patron mug so you could engrave your name in it I've had um you know make your own muddle and oh I like that uh, make your own margarita bars um I've had ping pong 
you know, I've had air hockey, I've had beer pong, I've had everything. <laughs> I have games everywhere, but I have had magicians. And I just, I don't know, I know I'm like very, like very much a little kid inside, even though I'm also a really old person inside because I've always been super mature, which is probably why I'm a Gemini. It makes sense that I have mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but I love magic. Yeah. And fun fact I was in David Copperfield's act in Vegas once because I had created a segment at Access Hollywood called Maria's Madcap Adventures, where I got to try my hand at anything new that I've never done before. Oh, that's so cool. And you would get to see me sink or swim. And so I was on Broadway. I uh, did sports announcing, like I'm sure you were great at that. No, it was really hard. Really? Yeah, you're like, oh, and he went for the three. Oh, shit. Now we're back over here. (laughs) It's a lot. It moves so fast. Oh, my God. And so um, one of the things was uh, I got to be a magician. And so David Copperfield put me in his act. Who, for those of you who don't know, is like the OG. Like he is. Wait, did you just have to qualify who David Copperfield (laughs) is? Well, Pooch, you know who that is? Yeah, but I like love this stuff. So Wow. I feel like a lot of people, I'm sure... The little interns so, don't know. So <laughs> we are friendly with him. Yeah. And so he he took us to his, like, so he has his place there, his, like, office, house, whatever it is. And Kevin and I went in, and he has, like, his wall of fame. He's the first to do this. Oh, my The gosh. first to do that. The only to do this. The only to do that. And uh, it was really cool. It was really, really fun. And then when it was soon after that, I was on Dancing with the Stars, and Derek and I made it to the semifinals. And so I called him and I said, I have this idea we're going to do if, if we, you know, advance, we're going to do Zorba the Greek, like a a whole Greek thing where I want you to transport us to Greece. And now we're in Greece dancing. Dance. That's cool. And he was like, got it. And he was totally on board to do it, which was huge. I was like, what? Everyone's going to do crazy, amazing stuff. They're all great dancers. I'm like, I've got to have a gimmick. Mm, But we're transporting. (laughs) And we're going to transport. And the whole audience is going to be in Greece. It was going to be crazy. And then we didn't make it. (laughs) Okay, well, let's bring that back. (laughs) We didn't make it to the finals. But but I love magic. So um, all that for the quote of the day, people. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you my one, the reason I thought the Magic Castle was phenomenal was because I'm sitting at dinner and Neil Patrick Harris, who owns the place. What? He owns it? Yes. What? Yeah. He's Neil Patrick Harris owns the Magic Castle? He's like co-owner or something like that. Yeah. And I just yep. was negative about his food. Yeah, sorry. Mm. I know. We'll sorry, have to, Neil. I sorry, didn't Neil. Know. I like love. Like I love. can't even like no, put he's in. Best. He's the best. I know. How I Met Your Mother was my like first show I ever loved ever in my life. So anyways, he walked by us at dinner and I was just like, hey, Neil, loving it here. And everyone, no, you didn't. I swear no, you to didn't. God. I swear. And everyone I was with was like. Oh my god. Chelsea. And he was so nice and was like, Oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying your time. Like, yeah, it was when did he buy amazing. The Magic Let me look. Let's look this up. Let's look it up. Wow. Yeah, fun fact. Pooj, have you gone? No, but so crazy. My cousin, she lives she lived in LA for like years. So when I was younger, we'd visit. 
And we always passed by the magic castle. And I was like, what is that? What is that? And I always thought it was so magical as like a little kid. And she's like, you have to be invited. Like you can only go if you know someone. And it's like this place where magicians go and it's all the best magicians. So it's been like a bucket list place for me since I was like eight years old. So the fact that both wow. of you have gone. Well, it took me like, like 24 crazy. years of living here to yeah, go. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, um, but yeah, it is really, really cool. Um, it's like, imagine like the comedy store is really popular here for comedy. Right. That is what this is for magic, you know, but there are many comedy clubs. There's only one magic club right. that I know of. Yeah. That's the thing about the comedy. The comedy store is like one of the originals, but then you have the laugh factory. You have ground. There's so many places you can go. I wonder if there are magic places elsewhere in the country. I don't know. Because if there aren't, around. that would be a great idea for one of our entrepreneurial hill squatters those people oh geez forgive me guys (laughs) that is my uh ring alarm i was unprofessional left my phone on Uh uh-oh um but yeah wow i definitely did not know about neil patrick harris so now i have something new to say when i talk to him there you go yeah we should get him on the show food what (laughs) <laughs> we, we need guys, to get him I on. I wore this big sweatshirt thinking it was going to be so cold in here. It was chilly. Because it cooled off. So Super Bowl weekend here was so hot. It was mm. in the 90s. I'm poolside getting a tan. And now it's back in the 60s. I know. Which I was, is great. I'm happy because I didn't want summer to come that fast. Not yet. Yeah. I'm like a good 70 girl. Mm-hmm. Like a little, you feel springish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was way too cold for me. It was like windy. And I was like, it was windy. What's happening? I kind of liked it though. I liked the like the the dark gray clouds, but it was mixed with some like light, you know, blue skies and weird places. It was like a strange day. Well, and you, it's nice that you know it's going to be one day of that yeah. <laughs> because we live here. Yeah, so we're spoiled. We but. are very spoiled. Um, Heel Squad. So today we are going to be chatting about kids. <laughs> um, okay, Kelsey, we're talking, <laughs> this is what you wrote. We're talking kids, kids in the business, uh-huh. do's and don'ts, uh-huh. and how the Pope thinks having pets isn't a replacement for kids, but Spain passed a law that pets are considered legal family members. So, so very confusing. So let's dive into this. <laughs> this is a Kelsey curated show. Um, I do want to say before we get into all of this, um, Hill Squad, as you know, Macy's is our newest supporter. And I created that Macy's.com backslash better together curated list of stuff. And if you follow me on social media, you saw that I wore one of the dresses that I bought from that list mm-hmm. um, and wore it to my Super Bowl party. And our Super Bowl parties, I wore it on the red carpet at the Sports Illustrated party. Yeah, she did. And it was like $128, I think. Yep. From Layden. Mm-hmm. And it's my new favorite LBD, little black dress. Um, so I have a bunch of stuff on there. I do need to spend some time this weekend and scroll through Macy's.com and find some more new things that I want to add in there. Yeah. Um, because spring is upon us. And so I want to start thinking about like some spring items and some you know, kind of spring, um, fashion and look ahead a bit. Yeah. I know crazy to summer. I want you to throw in some like cute spring, um, like casual spring, like dresses, Okay, like little dresses that we could throw on with like a leather if it gets cold, you know, not too fancy, mm-hmm. but like a nice spring could wear with a cute sneaker. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. Everything I wear, I want to wear with sneakers. I know. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm not like a heel gal. P.S. I am returning those other two shoes. Remember when I went on the shoe splurge and I couldn't figure out what was going to look good with my pants until I brought them home. I came home and I 
every time I go to wear them, I'm like, no, something's saying like they don't work with what I want. Mm. So I'm going to make a lot of money back. Love that. I love returning stuff. And um, yeah. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Well, also eyeballing some like hyper colored kind of shoes for summer and spring. And I'm like, winter's almost over here. So these are kind of insignificant now for me. Um, yeah, throw some shoes in the Macy's on the Macy's page too. I think too. that's what I'm going to do. But Heel Squad, tell me what you guys want more of on that page. Like, are you liking the page? Is it helping you? Um, are there things that you are interested in that you're too lazy to look for the best items or like need some help? Your, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, there are things coming up I'll be mm. pulling for. Um but um, but I've, I've been finding it kind of therapeutic. It was great during football season because I would sit in front of the football game and just scroll, scroll. on my iPad and be like, oh my God, what is this? This is amazing. I am going to look for new glassware because oh, yeah. and, and some new mugs because I keep using, well, I definitely keep using my 90 Day Fiance mugs, which I love, <laughs> but I keep using my big Christmas mug mm. because I love how big it is. Right. So I need, I need like... Two new mugs. Yeah. Couple new, like big, you know, those nice big heavy yes. glasses yes. for drinking. Yeah. Something like that. I want to see too if they have um I love the mugs and I know you do too that are like the clear glass mugs. I think those are so chic. Yeah. And so fun. Also, shout out to my OXO coffee machine I got oh, from did Macy's. You get it? I am obsessed. Really? It's so good. It's so easy. The coffee's really strong. Like I taste a massive difference from my old little black and decker plastic one. Interesting. Well, cause I you just it. had that like generic little drip guy, yeah. which I think is so romantic. I don't know why yeah. I love the idea of like, you know, the filter, the coffee grinds, make your drip coffee. It's sitting there for you but if you want a I... second cup because we're so used to making the single yeah. cup now. Yeah. Where it's like, well, what if I want another one? But that's why I love this one because it still is a drip machine. Okay. But it's just a little elevated because I was getting worried that the water was boiling in this plastic material and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) I will die from this. Okay. So this one's like slightly elevated, but I had a couple of my consumer friends, aka Kevin, (laughs) help me dive in and this was one of the best... And it's on Macy's.com. And you're happy. Is it small and compact? Yeah, it's nice. It fits. It's not like tiny, but it's an eight cup machine where most of them are 12. Mm. So it kind of fits nicely in the nook of my kitchen because my kitchen is very small. Yeah, I love it. 
Oh, wow. So shout out for Fantastic. those of you looking for a new drip machine. Did you put it on the list? We should put it on We there. should add it. Let yeah. me want to make a note. Okay. So Heel Squad, tell me what you're looking for. Um, one of the cool things about Macy's this month, because it is Black History Month, so since signing the 15% pledge in 2020, Macy's has tripled the number of Black-owned brands that they carry, which is super cool. They're committed to using their purchasing power to represent and benefit the Black community. Macy's is celebrating Black creators and visionaries who are building legacy and influencing culture and style. Join in supporting Black history and Black brilliance by shopping Black-owned brands. Go to Macy's.com backslash better together. We should find out what those brands yep. are so I can curate from them and pop those in. Um, adding that down too. And perhaps I need to see what pet wear they have since <gasps> we're going to be talking about our pets and you know um, how some of them are replacing children and how controversial that is. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into this. So Spain. All right. In Spain, pets are no longer an object, but sentient beings. What is a sentient being, Kelsey? I think that just means a, a human, right? Let's look it up. Let's look up an actual definition. <laughs> I always love Kelsey when I ask her a question. She she comes up with something. She pulls something out of her ass and makes it up. And is like, oh, yeah. No, I think it's this. And you're like, that you one, have no idea. That one I was not confident on. <laughs> so I'm teaching Kelsey to say, I have no idea. It's okay to say I have no idea. True. Um, Thank you. What's a sentient being? Sentient being. Sent- okay. A sentient being is one who perceives and responds to sensations of whatever kind, sight, hearing, touch, taste, or smell. Okay. Well, okay. So then that makes sense because they're, they're making the distinction that pets are not objects. They're not just things. Things. They are living, breathing creatures that, which like, thank you. That reciprocate love. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what reciprocates love more than, uh, our pets, but they have the capacity of expressing emotions and feelings. Duh. Duh. Winnie <laughs> is such a little bitch and she's very loving Yes, and she's got all kinds of emotions, but usually she's barking at us if we aren't giving her attention. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of what I do to Kevin. <laughs> it doesn't sound quite like a bark, but I'm like, honey. Um, oh my God. In the case of separation, pets cannot be seized, abandoned, mistreated, mortgaged, or even removed from owners. Huh. Other European nations, including Germany, Switzerland, Portugal, France, and Austria, also consider animals as sentient beings. This law ensures that government orders also take the welfare of animals into account. If separation or divorce happens in the family, judge considers animals' fate equal to other members of the family. Mm. Rule changes, the mortgage law, civil procedure law, and civil code. The law applies to animals both wild and domesticated, Basically, a child custody case is now the same procedure for pets. Damn. So who would get Chenza? I know. Me. (laughs) The judge would be like, well, (laughs) you two are fighting over her and she would love her just as much. So let's neither of you win. She'll win. Auntie wins. Yeah, that would be a tough one. Matt, you would get Max. I feel like she would... I mean, she would want to be with me, but she, she was Kevin's rescue. Kevin is the one. Well, no, I was the one actually 
when the lady was... Okay, so this is Vincenza's story. We had rescued three dogs on our street one day. I called Kevin screaming. He comes down the street. There are two, like, terrier mixes, like, kind of stocky, maybe like 40-pounders, and a golden retriever, all bones. And they were roaming the street together. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I throw them all in the car. And... You know, we're, we get them all cleaned up. We get them checked out at the vet. A couple thousand dollars later. Oof, God. Um, <laughs> Always. Um, <clears throat> I I was like, Kevin, these are the, the terriers for sure were somebody's dogs. And something happened. The, the golden retriever was definitely somebody's a long time ago. I, he had been on the streets for a long time. It was all bones. Mm. And so I was like something. They, they just all formed together a little posse and hung out. So I said, I think we actually need to do this a different way than sometimes when you see a dog that's been so neglected, you know, you have to make decisions on the fly. And this time I was like, no. And I have a really good instinct yeah. in a spidey sense. Yeah. So I was like, these, these are somebody's dogs. We got to mm. get them to the shelter. No so collars that, or anything. Yeah. They had nothing, wow. no chips. But I was like, you know, let's get them to the shelter. And if they don't get picked up by their owner, then we'll take them and mm. then we'll replace them. So we take them to the shelter and every day we would go to make sure that the shelter was giving them their medication because oh. we had just gone all this trouble to get the medication. And if they're going to come back to us and all of that, we want to make sure they're healthy. Right. So we went to check on them. And as we're walking in now, I brought Athena with us that day, my mm. standard poodle, because I said, Athena, you should come meet, you know come with us on your this potential little, new family it's like a, no it was like a field trip that day we were like we're taking her with us and <laughs> so all of a sudden i see this lady and she's walking in with winnie and two little puppies and i go no and i grabbed her i go it's a kill shelter what are you doing oh. and she was like you know she was like oh i can't keep them anymore and she's like, I have a small place and I can't have them anymore. Winnie. And I go, no, 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 no. I'll take them. I'll take them. Please don't, please don't put them in there. Cause you know, bigger dogs, I feel like they can kind of take a hit in own. a sense. They yeah. can hold their own little fragile guys in the shelter. I was like, no. So we take them. Now we get in the car. Don't even go back into the, actually, no, Kevin ran in to make sure they got their meds. I waited in the car with all the dogs and then we take them home. We get them all washed up, all cleaned up. And we're going to this fancy charity event that night. Oh my God. So I said, Kevin, let's bring them with us. We'll get them homes. Ah. This will be amazing. So we take them with us. And, um, there was a, an elderly gentleman that like worshiped Winnie. <laughs> she just <laughs> melted into his body. And then one of the puppies went to this woman who lives up north in like San Fran area. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But 
It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. So she took the little white puppy and then there was a beautiful little black puppy. And uh, I brought that one to work and my security guard adopted her, Sophie. And so Sophie was always around me, which was amazing. Winnie could have given two shits less about our baby. I was like, Winnie, <laughs> yeah, they this, were is, your puppies, yeah, this right? is your child, Winnie. Like, hello. Yeah, Winnie was kiss. a teen mom, you guys. She was a teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and I kept in touch with the woman with with the other puppy too, because she's my granddaughter. Yeah, of course. And then, uh, and then the elderly couple came over to see Winnie and they came with their like perfect poodle. It was like this little asshole. He was perfect. And she was the wife was just like looking at Winnie like like it was an aesthetic like it wasn't about a like a, a connection the husband was obsessed with her mm. who wouldn't be Winnie just melts in your body like Advil <laughs> and and so but for me I, I didn't want to keep her because we had too many dogs we had five dogs all of them elderly needy I was like we don't have the time yeah. for this and so she was like oh her her back legs are a little too long and she's got like her, sp- her, her spine isn't even, it stands up a little higher. She just thought she didn't look good enough. And what it was, was Winnie was so traumatized. Mm-hmm. I think they used to kick her and hit her and like things like that. Um, that she was in this like weird protective body posture. Mm. And so she never got adopted. And one day I was in New York during Hurricane Sunday, uh, Hurricane Sandy, mm-hmm. trying to avoid being severed by this big piece of sheet metal flying through the sky <laughs> as we're filming, me and my assistant, because we were crazy and we wanted to be out in the storm and film this for everybody. Oh, my God. And Kevin texts me a picture of him and Winnie under the covers like this. And I was Shut like, up. oh, I'm screwed. There's no way she's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so I really tried hard to get Winnie a new home. It did not work. Oh, and I'm very grateful it didn't work because she's my baby. Um, And so anyway, that's that's, a crazy story. I've never heard that. That's the story of Chenza. So now look at her. The challenge is Kevin's the one who really fought to keep her. Mm-hmm. I kept trying to get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> so the judge, I think, would take that into consideration. But he'd also have to take in consideration that she really just wants to cuddle up next to me. She does. Um, I don't think it's disrespect to her dad. Her dad just is, isn't as gentle, right? right? Like a right. dude will flip in the bed and not realize the remote's going to go flying and she's very she gets skittish nervous, and yeah. nervous. So mm-hmm. I know I have to be super ginger with my movements to not scare her. Yes. Um, Kevin, even when he's trying his best, he's a guy. It's like Max. They They're kind of like goofy grapes. <laughs> goofy grapes. <laughs> it's so, true. Um, so yeah, That yeah. would be a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. So I think when he gets awarded to Kelsey. Yeah. Yay. Max clearly is my guy. Yeah, of course. But he does. I mean, they, listen, they love Kevin. Right. But I am like part animal. You really are. They, animals have, I have such a deep connection with them. And so Kevin's been joking that he's going to get a Bichon and that I'm not allowed to meet it for six months. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> he's like, I, you are not allowed to see it, 
touch it, hold it for six months. I need to fully bond with this dog. It's going to be my dog. I can't. And I'm like, honey, you know what's going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're like, I just have a special connection. That's funny. So, okay. So, (laughs) so, um, I, I'm dying that, you know, child custody cases. Yeah. That's amazing. Are now similar to pet custody cases. (laughs) Uh, so the opposite take of this. So Pope Francis um, speaks to couples who do not wish to have children. Instead, they adopt pets that take the place of children. It suggests that the couples who cannot bear children should pursue adoption. States that having children is always a risk, but denying parenthood is an even greater risk. Those who do not develop the sense of fatherhood or motherhood, they are lacking something, <laughs> something fundamental, something important. Oh <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, I know, right? I want to cry, actually. <laughs> it's kind of emotional. Oh. I don't know why. It's so, it's just so strange because I just, um, well, you're kind of going through it right now with yeah, well, stuff. because I maybe because I think about the fact that like we might not be able to. Yeah. And guess what? My backup plan is I'm going to Korea and I'm getting two perfect Bichons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've been joking to Kevin. I'm like, I want the Bichons I see on Instagram. Yes. I want the little perfect groomed fluff balls. Fluff balls. Yeah. And because you don't find Bichons at shelters, like you just can't get them. So I was like, we're going to Korea. <laughs> They breed the most beautiful Bichons. Anyway, um, and so, and listen, I, I get it. I, I don't think, um, I don't think, uh, this is the hard thing is, this is why we're so blessed is we have the freedom of choice. Yeah. And and we're independent beings, mm-hmm. independent sentient beings. That's right. And we should be able to choose what's right for us. And yeah, we might regret it later or yeah, we might think, you know, we might, whatever. I don't know, but that's on us. On you, yeah. I do understand pleading with people to consider adopting because there are so many kids out there who are suffering, who need love. um, And that just breaks my heart. But you can't impose things. You can't tell people they're bad. I mean, I don't know. Did he say people were bad? He didn't necessarily say they were bad. He was just saying, you know, that having a pet doesn't take a a place for a kid, which I get. But it's also like when I stayed here and took care of the kids, a.k.a. the dogs, I felt like a mother. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I took care of Winnie and... Little can I, I was like, I'm a mother. I am literally a mother. <laughs> she's not sleeping. <laughs> Truly though. She's, she's you gotta cleaning pull poop out of her butt sometimes. <laughs> like you yeah. are a mother. They're I think great training wheels. Th- it is. Yeah. So I think that like you gotta give that some credit too, right? Yeah. Well, listen, I've my business managers both never had kids. Mm. So anytime we had those conversations, um, they were like, We never had them and we're fine. Yeah. And, you know, I know people who are on the other side would say, oh, you're just rationalizing or, oh, you know, what about when you're old? And a lot of us start to think about kids in the wrong way. Like they're supposed to kind of, you know, do all these things for us. Mm. But again, we're raising independent creatures that are supposed to go do their thing. They're not supposed to come 
wipe my ass. Like, <laughs> right. I, I mean, I hope my kids will like be loving enough to want to. <laughs> <laughs> if necessary. I mean, I joke with Kevin all the time. I'm like, oh God, I mean, they're going to be trained from go. Like, oh yeah. Get mommy her remote control. <laughs> Dead. Turn on the lights and the TV. Make Can mother her latte. Make mommy my latte. Yeah. Get them all squared away. <laughs> they're going to be, you know, running stuff. But, but the truth is, is you should not have kids because you're worried about who's going to take care of you later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a conversation I hear more and more of. I mean, we've had it as mm. kind of like half joking too, but then you think about it, you're like, wait, if I think that I'm going to have kids and I'm going to hope that 20 years from now, they're going to turn around and say, let me give my life up for you. Right. There's like a 5% chance because <laughs> right. I have not seen it. No. I have not seen it very often. You know, it's a, that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure. I always tell Deb I'm just going to put her in a nice home. She's okay with that. I tell her that all the time. <laughs> oh my, oh I'm my always God, like, mom, mom, it will be like a nice bougie. Fun. She's like, cool, I'm in. I'm like, great. Because you, you go, know you I would go take find, her. You go find that bougie home. I want to see where that bougie home exists, I Kelsey. I know. I was going to say that. Yeah, like, probably oh. does it. Yeah. Dream, Dream on. Dream on. I'll keep y'all posted. Um, we're going to have to build one. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Maria, we would love that. I would I work actually, there every day. I do think about that sometimes because I've learned so much yeah. about caretaking. I'm like, I really, you know what's funny? My old doctor's brother has a nursing home, so I could probably do it with him. Oh, I could probably help him revamp his places. Um, well, you know, seventy-five and above was my favorite age range. So I know I love old people. They're the best. That's why we bonded. I know. So maybe building a, like a cool nursing home, a bougie nursing mm. home chain, isn't a bad idea. I have I like thought this. about it. But then, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle any more than I'm already handling. You're right. But I didn't think about him. Because I like this. He could help make it happen. Because those places are so sad. I know we have a family friend who um <clears throat> it's on my mom's like god godmother, and she's in a place and oh my god, just the stories. And it's not like they're mean or anything, but they're all locked up mm-hmm. during COVID. They can't go any it's just oh it hurts my heart. Yeah. So yeah. I like this idea. Well, you know, in Hollywood, there's the motion picture home. Oh, I didn't know. Um, and if you are in the industry, you are eligible to stay there. Hmm. Um, there's like an insane waiting list. I went and visited it because I was going to start volunteering there and then COVID hit. And because I wanted to volunteer with old people. You weren't around them, but I was um, I was just like so excited. And I was right up, you know, not far from here. And it's, I mean, that one's bougie. Ooh, I bet. I mean, state-of-the-art gym. It's like... Wow. Ev- it's Campus is gorgeous. You feel <laughs> wow. like you're at like Harvard. Oh, my God. But for nursing homes. Dang. And, or assisted living. Yeah. And they have a hospital wing. I mean, it's insane. Wow. So there is a model for it. Mm. Um, obviously, they have <clears throat> a lot of money, but the nursing home caretaking is 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 it already in such a deep crisis because they rely so heavily on family members. Right. If family members didn't take it on, I mean, the system would just completely collapse. But also the statistics show that people don't even want those jobs. They're pretty thankless. It sucks mm-hmm. when you are dealing with people that can't give you anything back, right? Yeah. Like my mom with her caretakers, she even though she wasn't herself, she was still very kind. Right. 
And that's not usually the case, very right? Thankful, like yeah. you have cancer, you're in pain, you are, de- forget it. If you have dementia or Alzheimer's, you really don't know what's really happening. Right. And I can only imagine the paranoia levels inside when people are coming at you and you don't know who they are or oh, recognize them. So on the caretaking side, cause I also know that side, it's hard when you're not getting anything cause you're already depleting yourself so much. Right. And the energy field that you're in all the time is very sad. Mm. And so it's hard. It's a hard job. Yeah. So people already don't want them. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios and then I got addicted and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yeah. I'm really excited. I just thought about Jason because I really think I'm going to figure this out. I really, I mean, that's obviously an area I'm very passionate about, but. Well, and you're very knowledgeable and like, you know, so much. I mean, I've even learned so much through watching you. It's just, yeah, I like this. Mm. Let's keep that in our little back pocket. We're going to put that, put a pin in that for now Mm -hmm. and go back to Mm -hmm. denying parenthood. Um, (laughs) Okay. So the statistics, 7% decline in childbirth rate in the U S in 2020. Well, duh, who wanted to bring kids in at the top of COVID? Not me. I put all my surrogacy (laughs) stuff on hold. I, I remember we had just signed the deal, like the paperwork with our surrogate and I go, Oh, this is the scariest moment of our lives. Yeah. I can't have you get pregnant right now. I'm going to put embryos in you. And then all the crazy things you were seeing back then, I was like, uh-uh. So See, we paused. It's funny because that's actually surprised me, that statistic, because I felt like I saw more COVID babies and maybe it was just... No, it's so, it was so focused in the news because ah. everybody was scared what was going to happen, mm. right? So when you were hearing, you know... COVID babies were very popular because right, of that. Right. And they got highlighted. I get mm-hmm. what you're saying. And I think too, it was like, I'm, I'm talking, seeing celebrities. Yeah. So it's like, that's a small percentage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and when I saw like my neighbor had a baby in COVID, 
when I saw oh, her yeah. get through it successfully, that's when I was like, okay, I think we can start the process now. Mm. Um, so yeah, interesting. We had a, a decline, nine percent decline in childbirth rate in Italy. Hmm. Hmm. They were having too much wine and cheese and prosciutto. They're having too much fun. They're like, wow. Eight <laughs> um, percent <clears throat> decline in childbirth rate in Spain. It says final remarks. I don't know what any of this stuff says means. Oh, it's just it was it's just a summary of the article. He goes on to <clears throat> say that we should cherish mothers. That's why I kept it in there. I was ah. like, damn right, we should. So he's calling for kindness towards women. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Pope. Call for an end to violence against women for the sake of our motherhood. To hurt a woman is to insult God, who from a woman took on our humanity, not through an angel, not directly, but through a woman. And since mothers bestow life and women keep the world together, let us all make great effort, greater efforts to promote mothers and to protect women. And seen. I love that. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> the next page. Just a slight transition into children in the biz. <clears throat> oh, I think this is okay. So now we're moving on to psychology today. Yeah, just these are I pulled. You don't have to read all of them, but there were some. I like the the final article the best, actually, talking about um, kids now with social media, the percentage of people who want to be famous because they're on social media. It's just interesting, and I, I've I've always found it interesting um, with celebrities, right? Okay. Let me give you an example. Is Pooja sneezing? Oh, no, no, it's Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> I was going to say, bless you. It's but, Winnie. But bless you, Winnie. Um, before we get into the kids in the business yes. though, um, let's go, let's just finish on children, um, being born and stuff. Okay. And we'll move on to their, you know, fame aspirations in a second, because we do have a question <laughs> from one of our heel squad members Yes, from Sarah, she says, I'll be 41 in April, and my husband and I are currently going through fertility treatments after two consecutive losses. Ugh. Any advice on managing expectations as we continue to navigate this journey? Mm. I sometimes find a battle between trying to manifest a positive outcome versus being realistic. Great question, Sarah. Um, I am 43, and we have been doing this for over 10 years. Wow. And it is... So exhausting. I have actually been very chill for the most part about it because I just know that there's a timing in the universe. And I so believe that, that, um, I just kind of have always been like, well, it's going to happen when it happens. So when we were trying naturally, I mean, listen, like we did everything, Mm. (laughs) whether it was artificial insemination where they like, you know, based you Oh God. or Kevin's hung me upside down. I mean, like I, we've done, I literally, it's like, hang me upside down. I don't know why you're a stupid sperm. Like we used to call a sperm, stupid, stupid, stupid sperm. sperm. Cause they, they said that he had, um, motility issues or whatever. Like they test the sperm. This is TMI. Sorry guys. They're like, dad, I don't want to talk about dad like this. Um, but he, yeah, so they, they would swim in little circles. And so we had to have this like surgery and all, oh, um, wow. Kevin had a surgery. I mean, I did all the IVF treatments and the surgeries to, you know, take Jesus. out the eggs. Um, I was hung upside down. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I was like bat, basted. Bat. I was basted. Jeez. We did everything and nothing would work. And then we went to the surrogate because in the interim, I also got the brain tumor and now my doctor, um, 
contrary to certain people in our lives beliefs. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Talk about, um, mothers who, um, love to shame other people. She's like, I don't understand. Like why, why can't she have a baby? And I'm like, cause my doctor, the top neurosurgeon in the world is concerned that my brain tumor will grow if I get pregnant because everything grows when you're pregnant. Now, where is your degree from? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Forgot about a that. great reason to whatever. Um, so that's why I had to go the surrogate route. And now the surrogate route, I mean, think about it. We met her at the beginning of COVID. So it's, it was all, probably a little over a year and a half journey with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have a new surrogate. And so um, I think that you know, I think it's harder when you've actually tried and lost and I don't know where, you know, how, how, what exactly you're dealing with Sarah, because I imagine you are, are maybe implanting these embryos in you and then they're not taking and stuff like that. There is a process that they can do, um, like a mock cycle that you should ask your doctor about. So we're doing that with our surrogate and we did it with our last surrogate, which is why we got, we didn't lose our embryos Mm. because they do this mock cycle that, um, you can test the medications on you or whoever's carrying the baby. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Mine is the sweet chili. And then you can get the medications right. So sometimes you need a certain amount of progesterone to get the uterine lining to go to a certain place. Mm. And so, you know, certain medications will work on someone and not on the other person. So they can kind of fine tune everything before they implant. Interesting. It's more expensive, but Sarah, for you at this point, maybe that's something you want to think about, right? Because it's like, it's like a a cost analysis, like how much more can I take of it this way? And how much more is it going to cost me to keep doing it this way if it keeps failing? Whereas if I just, you know, figure out a way to, to do a mock cycle, maybe, Mm. um, maybe that will prevent and help us actually get to our you know, final goal, because for us, we've spent an exorbitant amount of money that, you know, I don't necessarily have right now because I'm not working in the way I was, um, just to, to do these things. And I was like, God, should we just not do the mock cycle? Cause she said to me yesterday, she goes, you know, we're, we're like 70% sure she's going to be fine, but I only have 
two good quality embryos and one fair. It's very stressful. And we're going to put two in. Uh-huh. So I'm like, do I want to take that chance? Risk it's, that. Yeah. it's like squeeze a lemon, yeah. you know, do the mock cycle. That's what, So that's what you guys are going to do. Yeah, gonna we're going to do it. That's smart. <clears throat> so I think that one of the best things you can do, so I do this when I do my meditations, um, the Joe Dispenza meditations mm-hmm. now, is... And he talks about, and Esther Hicks talks about this too, is like feeling the feelings of what you want before it comes changes like basically the chemistry in your in your body. I think it's like gene expression. Mm. Um, the gene, forget it. I'm not even going to try. It's too hard. <laughs> but there is something that changes chemically in your body or a protein that's released from the genes that actually helps mm. um, change things up. So, Well, Dr. Laura talked about it on yesterday's show. Yeah. With exactly. like relationships. Yeah. So you want to just start feeling the feelings. Like I'll envision the babies in our arms and us, you know, being so happy when they're born and, and you know, the love we're going to feel when they're like up against our chest and we're holding them and their little faces in front of us and their, oh you know, stupid little smiles. And so I'll envision all of that stuff. I was saying recently how, oh my God, my alarm is so <laughs> bad, guys. My alarm sounds like a porn. <laughs> Listen just so you don't think I actually have like porn music on here. It's Missy Elliott. Hilarious. <laughs> but she starts with, <sighs> and wherever I am, I sound so embarrassed. So, so embarrassed. funny. But um, it's a less startling way to get an alarm. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I was saying was, Pooja. Keep feeling your feelings. Ah, Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. Okay. Oh, you no. picture holding them in your arms. I would picture my parents holding them. And then eventually my mom disappeared. It was before she was, she, before she was gone. Mm. I couldn't see her holding one of our babies. And I would f- force her in there. I would try to force her, but she wasn't. And that's when I kind of knew we were going to lose her. Because when I like will scan someone's body, I'll see like a red X. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do like work to try to get the green check mark back. Like that they're, they're mm-hmm. healthy, that it's gone or whatever. Like I'll work on shrinking a tumor or whatever it is I'm doing. But sometimes when I can't get rid of the X, I'm like, oh shit. Like Damn. this is, this is not good. Um, like my uncle had cancer and I was working on him and every time I'd get a green check mark, it would go right back to the X and I'm like, oh frick, I can't do this. It's it won't wild. work. But, um, but now I just envision me and Kevin holding them. Mm. And so I think, Sarah, the best advice I can give you is start feeling the feelings of them already being here or one of them being here because mm. it sounds like maybe you're doing one. Um, and that will help. And I think that, you know, we always try to think like realistically, but realistically, realistic doesn't get us anywhere. True. Dreams are what get us places. So just keep dreaming Ooh. and keep in that energy field of it's happening. It's not going to happen. It's happening. Mm. It's already, you're in process. So it is happening and it's going to come at the right time. It's going to happen at the right time. You know, for me, I thought we would have been ready, but we weren't. Like I really had to do what I had to do with my mom. Oh yeah. Could you and, imagine here <clears> had kids during that time? It would have been Oof. so hard. Really but hard. listen, if if it was supposed to happen, it would have, and yeah. maybe you know my mom was supposed to see them or whatever. But you know, it's it all happens the way it has to. So just you know, give it up, surrender it, 
to God or the universe, whatever you feel comfortable with, and just say, I know that this is going to happen and and it's kind of like right divine timing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited and, um, and that's that. And just keep envisioning it happening. That's great advice. That's kind of what I do and what I'm doing. And I've been doing it for a really friggin' long time. (laughs) (laughs) And it's coming. It's happening. Yeah. I really like that advice on the, um, the realism stuff, because I think that like, at least I know I'm, I always, I'm a dreamer. I always dream. (laughs) And sometimes you have to be realistic. Right. But I think like in situations like these, Maria, like you're absolutely right. It's Mm -hmm. like, you have to have that dream. You have to have hope. You have to have, you know, you can't just, just be realistic. So I really, I think that's great. There's a really good quote on, you know, realistic, never got anybody anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. do you think Jeff Bezos was being realistic when he was creating Amazon? <laughs> no. You know? Steve Jobs. Do you, yeah, no one's being realistic. They're asking for the craziest, most, the actual impossible. Yeah. No one thought, oh, yeah, let's sell things and give shipping for free. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> In a day? <laughs> not, yeah. not possible, but they made the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And so I think we really need to kind of abandon realism because what we're trying to do is just negotiate our feelings and mitigate pain. And, you know, um, when, you know, Tony Robbins talks about all the time, like when you can live in uncertainty, that's when great things happen, right? You have to get comfortable with uncertainty. And so, um, Mm. I love spontaneity. I love, I love certainty. Trust me. I want certain that money's in the bank. I want certainty that I can pay my bills. I want all of that. But I try to surrender the rest up to kind of like, you know, and then I like, you know, in my prayers at night, I always say, I'm like, continue to flow, continue Mm -hmm. to flow, continue Mm -hmm. to flow money easily and frequently, continue to flow health, continue to flow love, continue to flow great people into my life. So I'm always not, I'm never coming from lack, like we talked about yesterday. I'm coming from abundance and I want more of it. Mm. And it always comes. Wow. Always works out. But if you're... If you're blocking with negative energy or even realism, because realism is like, "Mm, don't think it's going to happen. You have to be so in alignment with your belief, your desire. Your desire is I want a child and you have to believe unequivocally it's going to happen for it to happen. But if you have a little doubt or a little like, oh, I guess I'll just be reasonable. I'm 41. Is this maybe going to never happen? Mm. Now you've blocked the energy. You've blocked that like highway of like, yes. And you're like, eh. yeah, oof, that's really good, Maria. Look at you. I mean, it works in in every way, right? With everything. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put that in my back pocket. Thank you. Because there you go. I think so often, even like with me, who I'm a very positive person, right? It's like stuff, whether it's society or other people, like stuff creeps into your head, and then it does. It blocks. Like I know, even with my stomach, there'd be days where I'm like, I'm never gonna get better, and I'm like. Okay, cool. If you keep saying that, you're not going to. Mm-hmm. So it's like you ha- you really have to believe. Anyways, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I am not being realistic by saying I want to do Sports Illustrated at 43 turning 44. I mean, And be really with 20-year-olds <laughs> who are like ridiculously in shape and hot. Like, well, I'm not being realistic. You're ridiculously I'm in, in dream. shape and hot. So <laughs> you can do it in two seconds. Hold me next to the 20-year-old. You're going to see a massive <laughs> difference. You're going to see some cellulite. You're going to see some wrinkles. But it's fine. That's, that's what I want. I want that yeah. crazy impossible. But that's for me in life. Like if you don't have those crazy impossible things that you're looking forward to or trying for. Striving for. It's kind of 
boring. Totally. Because we only have one life. Why not think of like the... Which is why I want this house, Maria. Kelsey, (laughs) it's never happening. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I want my house over the water. totally fucking with you. I know you are. I know you are. I know you are. (laughs) But also, I also like doing that because it also... It gives somebody fuel. It lights fire under my butt. Yeah, like, to me, I love when people tell me it can't happen because if I'm in the right mindset, it's like, I'll, I'll show, show you. you. Exactly. I'll show you. So that's why I give you a little bit of it to kind of be like, mm, wake no, up and, I love it. and push harder or whatever. I love it. But obviously I'm kidding. Um, but I am moving in when you get it. Oh, yeah, girl. I need a room. Duh. All right. Hill Squad. Love you. Um... Don't forget to, if you are buying anything at Macy's.com that isn't on my list, it does help us if you use our landing page, Macy's.com backslash better together um, to search for your items from there. Thank you for supporting us as always. Um, in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present and have a great rest of your week. Love you guys. <laughs> Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.